is your host, Herman Kane. Thank you for joining us because we're going to tell you the truth, give you the facts, help you connect the dots so you can be better informed to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Welcome. Hey, Herman. How are you today, buddy? Good. The VA chief takes some GOP flack over Disneyland coming. Yeah. You know, did you hear this yesterday? Yes. Yeah. The, the VA chief, and I'm sure he did not mean it this way, but, you know, sometimes, Herman, you say things and they come out of your mouth the wrong way. Yes. And for Republicans, they have jumped all over this and they did it again today saying that, look, you cannot compare standing in line in, in Disneyland right. and waiting to get on a ride to what veterans have been doing at VA health facilities. And uh, Speaker Ryan led the way today on that. And I think we'll hear even more about it you know it's interesting because this guy the va chief mcdonald robert mcdonald has has taken a lot of flack from republicans in the last two years and i have to say herman he has not been i think as effective as i thought he would be when they brought him in there has been a lot more effort by the administration to dispute and to go after the congress especially the gop on this and it's been a little more of i think political football than a lot of republicans thought it would be yes i was optimistic when he first came in also because he had a business background and he wasn't a quote-unquote politician. No, he was not. And that's the thing. I mean, yeah. last year I wrote a few stories about this of how he came into a number of hearings, the VA chief, and said, well, you guys are cutting this many people. And I remember thinking, cutting? Wait a second. The, the VA budget keeps going up. And what it was was that old game where you ask for level A, yeah, and you are only given level B, but it's still well above what you got last year, yes. and you call that a cut. Only, you know, only in D.C. do you call it a cut. And it has really aggravated Republicans here who, you know, they have made it their real big effort to to make sure that the budget will go up for the for the VA and to have the VA chief really fighting against them I think has really frustrated them a lot and you're hearing it now like I said I was optimistic when he first went in but the first thing that disappointed me was after some things surfaced he started to take on the culture of the VA and went on the uh, defensive mode talking about what he could not do yeah rather yeah. than going to the Congress or whatever and saying, if you give me the authority to do this, I can do this. And now, to use this analogy about waiting in lines to try and basically say, well, you know, look at the overall experience, it's as if the culture of the VA is getting to him. And that's coming through, and that I can see why that would keep him upset. Yeah, the other thing is that I still am sort of uh, surprised by is that the Republicans have not made as big a push. They've done it in very small ways to change some of the civil service rules that deal with people who work at the VA. Right. You know, make it to make it easier to fire them, etc. Look, this is a big issue that will take a little while, and I think that uh, the 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 GOP leadership realizes they want to do it, but trying to get the votes to do it and get it all in line, it's still very difficult and won't really go anywhere with the Democrat in the White House. Now, what I don't understand is how is it that it was a committee in Congress that dismissed the TSA guy in terms of relieving no. him of his duties? No, no, no. That was done by the by the TSA chief. He the was TS before the okay. Congress recently and, and was asked about all the delays at airports uh, and did not really indicate that he was going to make heads roll or anything like that. Uh, but he did that on his own, not the Congress. But I will say this. 
if there is one thing, this is what sometimes I look at the TS. I think Herman, don't you understand who the most frequent flyers are? The most frequent flyers, maybe in all the country, other than some business people, right. are members of Congress. I mean, yeah. they're on planes two times, maybe more a week. And when there are delays like this, you are going to get a lot of heat. And as I look at the explanation out of the TSA, and they say, well, we've had budget cuts and more, you know, I, I don't, I would be surprised if the actual TSA budget has gone down. And again, I think it might be like the VA, where they say it's a cut, but it's not really. Well, I travel a lot, and my observations have been a couple of things in terms of what they could have been doing. First, I believe they got too generous with pre-check. Uh, and the pre-check line coming out of Atlanta now is just ridiculous compared to what really? it could have been. Yes. I mean, wow. I'm looking at pre-check. Now, because I get sky priority also, that line is usually shorter. But they have made it so easy for people to get pre-check. Now, I have nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to have all those people going through pre-check, here's you my other have observation. Deal you, with them, yes. You get, down to the, you get down near where you go through the thing and all of that. They got one 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 line one one thing open yeah and they've got two of them sitting there or three of them so a lot of it has to do with just some operational efficiencies that i believe that they could do that's just watching atlanta and so i would imagine you got some of the similar problems and so maybe this is why this person got uh transferred right they didn't really yes. get well pain. listen now i could tell you stories about people that get uh, moved out of tsa and they just sort of sit in Homeland Security yeah. at a desk while they're making big money uh, because they can't really get rid of them. Yes. Unbelievable. So Georgia is the only state voting today in primaries for members of Congress. Is that right? Well, the only uh, Texas has some runoffs today from their primary, but there's only lawmakers who are incumbents in Georgia. And when you look at the list, Herman, again, this is a reminder of how you know, I know people say, well, it's so hard to beat an incumbent. Well, you know what? You can't beat somebody with nobody. With nobody and, running again. And today there are nine members of the Congress, four are Democrats, five are Republicans, who have no opponent in their primary in Georgia. No. Wow. So you look at that and you say, well, well, I, you know, you don't want to run against him or against her. They're too powerful. Yeah, but you know what? You can't beat them if you don't try. And so Georgia will be the 15th state tonight to vote for members of Congress in the primaries. Again, only one person has been defeated. And as you look at tonight, there are four members who have primaries against them. Uh, I would think that they'd be the favorites to win. But again, it's a reminder. No kidding that members of Congress are reelected at high rates. But you got to run someone against them if you want to defeat them. Right. Um, I, you know, I just don't see the same... There's all this fervor right now in, in the, the election this year for change, change in government, do things differently, and yet that is not percolated down to the Congress at all. Yeah, uh, it's definitely there relative to the presidential race, uh, but you're right. That's, that's unfortunate in a way because people will complain, like people are complaining about Paul Ryan, and I think a lot of it is uncalled for at this particular point. They don't realize that herding 434 cats is not an easy job. Listen, I think that Paul <laughs> Ryan has the same situation that John Boehner did. I know this is not a popular thing to take, yeah. a side to take on this radio show and on talk radio. But I'm going to say it again. 
You could have 247 Tea Party Republicans in the Congress right now. You could have the the most conservative um, person imaginable as the speaker, and you still wouldn't get that agenda through. No. There's not no. unity. I mean, look, we've just yep. had another plan announced on health care by a group of Republicans. There's not unity on that. There's not unity on other issues. Uh, I still believe, I know this is an unpopular thing to say, but John Boehner did the best with what he had. Speaker Ryan has the same hand of cards on the table. And if you don't have 60 votes in the Senate, it doesn't matter what you have in the House. And see, that's sad that they can't get together on health care. And the reason is, uh, Representative Tom Price has been working on this for ever since Obamacare came out. He's put a plan on the table. Why not take it and tweak it or whatever? Why do these guys believe that they got to go out and create their own version of the plan well, and put it out there? I think it's like anything, Herman. Others? You have your ideas. I have mine. They're a little different. Uh, I'd rather take ownership and authorship of something rather than have you do it. But it's also, I think, that while the Republicans have been very focused in their opposition to the Obama health law, they just have not been able to agree across the board on what's best to do. And even when the leadership, whether it was under Boehner or now under Ryan, has urged them to get together on one issue, they haven't done it for a variety of reasons. What about the IRS commissioner? Some people are raising the specter of impeach. Can Congress impeach the head of the IRS? They could if they wanted to, yes. Uh, the Republicans right now are laying out the reasons for that in a hearing before the Judiciary Committee of the House. Uh, I'm not sure that there are votes in the House of Representatives to actually impeach him. They might censure him. You know, John Koskinen, the IRS chief, I would compare him a little, Herman, to the VA secretary. Koskinen was well regarded when he came back in to be the VA, to be the IRS chief, and yet he has seemingly fought the Republicans tooth and nail over just about everything in this whole investigation. So what they're arguing in this hearing today is that he has lied to the Congress, he has withheld evidence, uh, he has not cooperated with lawmakers, and Republicans say it's time to get rid of him. Now, Again, I don't believe that will happen, but I do think you'll see an expression about it on the floor of the House at some point. You know, sort of all part of the argument that the GOP would make that this administration has been one that has not cooperated with the Congress and obviously should be voted out. It's like a public flogging. Yeah, I'd say it's very much like it exactly. You know, but listen, I, I still think that those are very important along the way to get your point out. Right. I really believe that sometimes you are just not able to achieve what you want but that doesn't mean that you should not make the case and I think too often people in the Congress sort of say well we're not going to be able to pass that so let's not even deal with it making the case in a public manner is still very very important one last quick question and if you don't have an answer bring it to us tomorrow at the convention how many states are bound by the, how many states bind their delegates for the first and second ballot relative to the popular vote from their state? That I do not know, but I th but uh, most states it's at least one, and right. then a lot after that. Now on, on the, it won't matter for the Republicans for the the main vote, and all other votes you're free to do whatever you want to do. That includes vice president or any of the rules. Now that rule is set by the state. 
in terms of the delegates' direction as to what they yes. need to yes. do. Right. You are correct about that. Each state, and this what is what yeah. makes it that much more frustrating. Right. The delegates in your state, the delegates in my state, they could have the same rules, uh, but on, for the most part, they're different in every single one. All right, Jared, get right on that. I'd like to know what the deal is for all 50 states. I'm on See it. You, Herman. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jamie. You're listening to The Herman Cain Show.